1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. Tuesday does roll around quickly. It's our opportunity to check on breaking news as it's happening overnight from the nation of Israel. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again. Back with us. Hi Ron, welcome to 2020. 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, coronavirus is gripping the world. Uh, Let's talk about a news headline where a rabbi has declared the coronavirus was prophesied in the book of Ezekiel. What's the story?
1: An amazing story, this, and one that will test your imagination. At the beginning of January, when the coronavirus was a little-known problem, In a far-off backwater in China, Rabbi Yosef Pinto, an internationally acclaimed Israeli rabbi who currently lives in Morocco, announced that he had a vision. Everyone knows that I'm very careful in what I say, Pinto told his followers. On Shabbat, I had a vision that was not at all simple. There is about to be an enormous shock in the world on the scale of the assassination of a world leader or the 9-11 terror attacks. It will be a very difficult scale and come in ways that are very difficult. All the Jews must gather and strengthen themselves to pray and repent. The world is going to undergo a shock that will go down in history as one of the worst. This will begin in just a few days. Last week, Rabbi Pinto made a statement confirming that his vision was indeed about the coronavirus. It's important not to remain ambivalent, Rabbi Pinto said. We must be prepared. What's happening in China is developing into a global catastrophe, and the consequences will reach all the corners of the world. This will soon become clear to all. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm only coming to tell the truth. Since the outbreak, tens of thousands have died in China. Millions are being held in quarantine for several weeks. Those who don't die from the disease are dying of hunger. Soon the supply of medication will run out, and food as well, and the security forces will begin to protect themselves. We are talking about a catastrophe on the same level as the Holocaust. Very soon people will begin to realize that so much information is being hidden from the public. The economy of the world is balanced on China, but China is on the verge of total collapse. Now, he read from Ezekiel 30, verses 15 to 16, which says, I will pour out my anger upon sin, the stronghold of Egypt. Sin shall ride in anguish, and no shall take apart. The north shall face adversaries in broad daylight. In modern Hebrew... Sin is the name for China. I know what I'm saying is frightening, but every single one of us has to pray for the entire world and to seek God's forgiveness. We need to pray for redemption like never before, Rabbi said.
0: Well, isn't that an interesting one, Ron? Because as Christians, we only ever think of the Jewish prophet coming from the Old Testament. Uh, Never hear of anyone being a prophet today coming from the Hebrew people, but uh, that's an interesting one. And when you talk about those numbers, now I know those numbers that he's mentioned are way beyond the official numbers of people who've died or contracted the coronavirus, but there's also what's going on with the speculation that this is much worse than the Chinese authorities have let on. So uh, very interesting things. there's some other technological development in the headlines too from Israel around the coronavirus, an invention called a cough sink machine to treat coronavirus in China. What's the headline there?
1: Yeah, a device invented by a doctor at Alien Hospital in Jerusalem is at the most months away from being used to help treat patients with coronavirus in China. Sync, invented 10 years ago by Dr. Be'iri to help treat physically challenged and disabled children, adolescents and young adults at AILIN, Uh, AILIN is actually the Hebrew acronym for the Association of the Care of Disabled Children, was developed into a working device by an Israeli startup. Then, three years ago, when the team was looking for a manufacturer and additional funding, along came Ruxin Medical System. Now, with the COVID-19 epidemic spreading rapidly across China, close to 60,000 people have been diagnosed with the virus. And as I just saw this morning, 1,700 people have died. Rookson reached out to the country's National Medical Products Administration to speed up supply. We are in an advanced stage of the regulatory process in China and hope to have approval within weeks this product is already operating in Europe.
0: Well, uh, good to hear there's some technology that could be helpful there. Let's move on to some other headlines, Ron. An interesting one, where a Palestinian prisoner was found to have 11 cell phones in his abdomen. What's the story?
1: He was trying to smuggle cell phones in the Megiddo prison in northern Israel and was caught by prison guards after they noticed his strange behavior and later detected the presence of foreign items. Guards at the prison ran a magnetometer and took the prisoner for subsequent X-rays, later finding three packages containing 11 cell phones and 15 SIM cards in the prisoner's lower abdomen. Apparently, he was smuggling them into the prison for terror leaders to be able to activate terror activities outside the prison, uh, good find,
0: Ron. I've heard of dial a dinner, but this takes that sort of dining to a whole new level. It's, it's good. Uh, <laughs> I wondered
1: how he felt if someone called the number. <laughs> yes,
0: imagine all eleven going off at once.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: uh, Ron. Uh, let's move on. A Canaanite temple has been uncovered in a biblical city destroyed by Joshua. What's the discovery?
1: Yeah, a Canaanite temple and many artifacts have been uncovered in a city that, according to the Bible, was destroyed by the Israelites when they entered the land of Israel after 40 years in the desert. The discovery shed light on the extensive ruins of a structure dating back to the 12th century BCE in Lachish. The team was led by Professor Yosef Karfinkel. He quoted from Joshua 10:31,32. 32. Joshua proceeded with all Israel to Lachish. He encamped against it and attacked it. God delivered Lachish into the hands of Israel. They captured it on the second day and put it and all the people in it to the sword. Among the crucial findings were a pottery shard featuring the Hebrew letter Samech, which represents the oldest known engraving of the letter. Gold artifacts and Celtic figurines also were found including figurines depicting the warrior god Baal. The site of Lachish was first identified in 1929. The city was a major Canaanite centre city, as we know from historical sources, he said. There is no other site in the region as prominent. It's the right location, the right place, and the name Lachish was found on some of the inscriptions we found there, he said.
0: Ron, there's an interesting one, because being a lot of desert and uh, the sort of climate that you have in Israel, you might wonder about sea levels and uh, dam levels, all the sorts of things we worry about here in Australia, but Israel's been blessed by some heavy rain restoring the Sea of Galilee.
1: Wow, this is exciting because when my wife and I were there last time, uh, boat ramps were like in the middle of sand <laughs> where the water had receded so far. The Bible teaches us that rain is a sign of blessing. Scripture states that if Israel obeys God, God will give you rains in your season, and the land shall yield its increase. Leviticus 26.4 Currently Israel is experiencing a blessing of rain, and as a result, the Jewish people are seeing a steady rise in the water level of the Sea of Galilee. Heavy rain and heavy snow in northern Israel over the past two months has helped to increase the level of the Galilee to just 1.28 metres below the upper red line. When the Galilee reaches its maximum level, the Dagan Dam is opened to allow excess water to flow out and replenish the waters of the northern part of the Jordan River. Thanks to this year's blessing of rain, most parts of the country have had to close their annual average rainfall according to Meteotech, And this just blows my mind, having seen it in such a deplorable state a couple of years ago. Okay.
0: Hey, Ron, uh, this Saturday is going to be the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. Lots of Christians participating in that, but there's a Jewish National Prayer Breakfast being held in Canberra next week. What's happening with that one?
1: Yeah, that's exciting. It's next Tuesday and Wednesday. It's a prayer movement initiated and chaired by the former parliament member in Israel, Robert Illatoff and co-chaired by former U.S. Congresswoman Michelle Bachmann. I'm told there's a possibility that the Israeli President Shlomo Riskin will attend. It's a global mobilization of the church, gathering the nations to align themselves to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, we know Calvin uh, Crombie will be one of the speakers. He'll be speaking on the San Rebo conference. Uh, others will be there, but... Uh, You can actually make inquiries about this by contacting Jane O'Neill. That's Jane O'Neill at iinet.net.au or call her number on 61-405-237-029.
0: Okay, Jane O'Neill. Thank you so much, Ron Ross, for scouring the headlines, bringing us an update. We'll catch up again next week, but great to have you once again on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil.